Our stores will be all about experiences and about new services. You're listening to Anne-Marie Gaultier, CMO at Intermarché. This is CMO Talk, the podcast. Marketing discussed at the highest level. CMO Talk is sponsored by our valued partner, Adobe. Welcome to CMO Talk. My name is Klaas Weimar, professional marketer, founder of Agency Energize, and podcaster since 2008. And my name's Adam Fields. I'm a stand-up comedian uh, by night, and by day, I'm a wannabe marketeer, which is why I'm here, trying to get some inspiration and make some connections. In this monthly show, we unravel the secrets of world marketing giants. We do that this year through a series of interviews live at the Embassy of Dutch Creativity at the Cannes Lions Festival. Today, we are honored to have Anne-Marie Gauthier, CMO at French supermarket chain Intermarché, in the show. After spending nearly 15 years at advertising agencies, Anne-Marie moved to become a CMO and Chief Commercial Officer at iconic brands including Club Med, Galerie Lafayette and Belly Shoes. Moreover, she also was a marketing professor in Paris teaching mastering students. In today's Seaside Chat, right from the Cannes Lions Festival, we talk about creativity in the digital age. Anne-Marie, welcome to the show. Anne-Marie, you've been spending your uh, life in advertising, actually, for 15 years, and then moved over to the client side as a CMO, right? Yeah, and I think that's the best school. Spending 15 years in the advertising agencies, you learn all the different markets, but you learn what is a brand and how you build a brand. And then when you switch to the client side, you have all those tools, and it makes you more more performing. That's great. So today we would like to uh, focus the interview on um, creativity in the digital age, which okay. is actually a great spot here, right? At Cannes, the festival of creativity. And uh, what brings you to Cannes this year? What made me come? Yes. Yeah. Well, I haven't been in Cannes for the last two years and a half because of the COVID. And uh, this is a great place to, to see all the people you know and to to see new ideas and to um, to exchange on, uh, on on future ideas and it's just a great place to meet everyone again and meet new people uh-huh. so it's old and new nice right. to get inspired I presume inspiration yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and fun time too sure because we work very hard and it's good to play hard as well yeah so uh Anna-Marie, you have so much experience. You've been in agencies for fi- over 15 years. We have a Club Med, a Galerie Lafayette. Uh, you've even been a, a, a professor of marketing in Paris as well, teaching um, uh, master students. At Sciences Po, at Sciences Po. Yeah, I love already. Sciences Po. So, so much experience. And, you, and you've been at uh, Intermarché for about three years now. So, what, all that experience that you bring, what, what do you bring to, to Intermarché with all that? And what changes have you made? Well, first of all, I think Intermarché and the, uh, the whole food market is very interesting because the, the new issue today is eating well mm. and because of health. Mm. And so, you know, I've been in the fashion and the luxury and all that. Okay, that's fine. It's fun. But today's key interest for people is what they eat and how they survive and how they are in good health, especially mm. after the COVID. Yeah. So everybody's very health-oriented. Sure. Are it's, you very health-oriented yourself? Well, I'm you becoming... What you preach? <laughs> I'm becoming a health-oriented, but the, the good news about Intermarché, they have their own plants 
And so that means that we can trace and we can change our recipes overnight. Mm. And so we have this huge program. Of, we, we, we do about 10,000 uh, different products and 6,500 about food products. And so we have this big program called B-Prod, yeah. which is changing uh, and evolving other recipes. So there are less salt, less sugar, ah. less additive, uh, uh, more um, protective of the environment and made in France. And so we have all those so different... Pure, pure foods. A lot yeah. of promises mm-hmm. yeah. that we, what we did is a huge study to understand what people were expecting market by market because what you expect in yogurt has nothing to do with what you expect for ham or for juices. And so we, we listened to the client. I mean, that's the obvious thing to do for in the marketing. But then we figure out, okay, per product, what are the things we needed to change? And I'm very, very happy to announce that we just did a, a yuca, you know, yuca. The, the, it's a, it's a, uh, Sorry, you have to explain that one. Yuka <laughs> uh, is an application which allows you to scan the products and then mm-hmm. you know if it's a bio, it doesn't have additive and it's a, it has a very oh, yeah. good Nutri-Score. So it improves transparency. But yeah, and, and so you just scan all the products in, in, in France. Oh. There's like a, about 15 million people that scan their products. Oh, so you There's can so see many exactly SKU. what it's in there. Exactly. But is it all for all SKUs? All the SKUs for in, uh, Intermarché. For the yeah, for and stockkeeping units, and not just yeah. Intermarché, but for Carrefour, for Leclerc, for all the different mm. brands. Mm. And so consumers have that transparency, and we were like not very good when we did that study in five no three years ago. And since we've done all this program, we now number one, okay. way above all the other private labels. Mm, right. And that's something you you're proud of that you with my whole right. team. Yeah, I can imagine. With my whole team. I was wondering. We talk about digital transformation, obviously, and there's also a lot of things going on, uh, especially if you look at the delivery and uh, that market is being disrupted by the flesh deliveries like Gorillas and uh, Getir and, and amongst others. Um, how would you planning to compete with those new uh, parties entering the market? The, the, the growth is definitely on the what we call the click and collect and the, the delivery. So the fast delivery. Now the, the question is about the price to pay. Mm. So not everyone wants that fast delivery because it has a price unless you include it into your price. Yeah. But we're definitely going that uh, down that road because mm. it's that's where the growth is. It's yeah. on are the, you not on trying the, to compete then with the companies that are no, doing flash we, delivery, te- promising 10 minutes? You're not going down that route, are you? Well, what we're doing is alliances, you know, with the different yeah. uh, groups. So we, I can't say more about it, right. but... That's part of the services that consumers expect, mm. so we'll definitely go that, down that road. I was wondering how much of your current business is uh, e-commerce based? For the moment, it's about 5%. It's growing. Oh, yes. yeah, uh, already 5%, okay. Yeah, well, we should be, we expect to be What's, way higher. What are your projections then for the coming years? Well, it, much higher. Yeah. And uh, it's one of our biggest uh, growth uh, pocket and uh, for the moment I mean we have the chance to have a thousand eight hundred stores all over France and so mm. we have eight thousand eight hundred uh, drives what we call drives which is click and collect e-commerce uh, sites mm. and so it's growing and we mm. have that chance to be all over in France in small little towns 
you can come and click and collect uh, your your right. my, my food products. Intermarché when visiting uh, uh, France is is those massive star stores, the hypermarchés on the edge of town, selling everything from, uh, no, no, no. from groceries to kids' small... toys to power tools. Or... No, no, the big difference with Intermarché is uh, our uh, format of stores are supermarkets. They are not hypermarkets. Mm, so right. we have a, a lot of supermarkets, so it's smaller stores. Mm -hmm. And that's why we did so well during the COVID, because we were in all the little small towns. In the regional right. areas. Right. And, and we were smaller yeah, stores, so people felt more secure. Yeah. And it, it was closer to their home. Mm. Ah. That makes sense. So what, what what's the future of grocery shopping? Uh, will it be mostly online, do you think? Will it still, in 10 years' time, will supermarkets still exist in their current form, do you think? No, no, I think we'll always have the the real stores and the and the and the services because the what we call the drive the e-commerce and the deliveries it's just services yeah. mm. so the stores will always exist i think the the key thing is to bring back the what we call the traditional the fruit and the vegetables and the fishes the fish and then the meat and right. then so where you can see the product see and where you can it. it's all about experience <laughs> so our stores will be all about experiences and about new services and so can you share anything which uh, any recent store innovations well i mean we're changing the, the 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 whole way our stores are because we're putting the the traditional food in front. Intermarché has marché into the name, yeah. which means market. market. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to go back to this uh, DNA of the market, which ah, is a fresh nice. food and, and the experience of talking with someone. So it feels like going getting, out, going, yeah. an outing. Yeah. And getting yeah. the, the advice of somebody who is knowledgeable about the fruits and the vegetable and the, yeah. and the fish. And by the way, because we have our own fleet of boats we are with the number one fleet of boat for fishing. So oh, in, really? in France, oh, it's wow. really fresh. Yeah. So because um, you, 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 you've uh, migrated to online shopping, haven't yes. you, for groceries? I'm still old school. I was still very much a, me, me and my wife. You're a we tomato like, smeller. I, I'm a tomato smeller and, and, and an avocado crusher. I'm yeah, one of you, those people. You want to touch the product? I like it. I like of that. Of course. And and. Do you see a segmentation of who's who in that? No. Who, you know what? The reality is. We don't have exclusive people that buy just on the internet. But what we know is we have people, when they like your brand, they buy uh, in the stores and on the internet. So what we're pushing is what mixing the stores and their e-commerce. Mm. And, and it's, again, back to the fact it's just a service. If yeah. you don't have time, you know what you want. You know the yeah. products, so you just order them. Yeah. Mm. And so I really believe the place, I mean, you will always have the place for the stores because you want, again, you want to touch the avocados oh, and, and you want to talk to to the, the, the fisher, the man who's holding the sure, fish stand yeah, sure. and so on. And currently we, of course, face a big crisis. We just had a corona, thank God. Yeah. And now we have supply chain problems all over the industry. I was wondering, how is Intermarché coping with that? Is that... Is it also a problem? With no, it's a, it's a huge issue because we are lacking of uh, mustard and uh, and oil, and yeah. so we have a lot Some of oil. Yeah, yeah, a lot the, of issues the raw about resources. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and get, and on top of it, we have a major inflation. So yes. it's all about prices. For a, a moment, consumers were choosing the product because of the quality before the price. Now that it's back to the price. Right. So it's it's how you deliver a better mm. quality, yet 
bringing the price down. Yeah. So we're rethinking. Smaller portions, probably. Now we're rethinking everything yeah. 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 through yeah. the prisma of the price. Right. So yeah. how are you how are you helping and supporting uh, consumers with? We're just spending power. But some of them are really struggling, aren't yeah. they, to pay for their groceries. And that, exactly. Yeah. So the first thing we did, we're just changing our loyalty programs. So this is break news. So in, in two weeks, we'll be changing radically our uh, loyalty program mm. to focus on our own private label. It was focused on the fruit and, le- and vegetables, and now it's focused on the uh, private labels. Yeah. Which is cheaper. Which is, and because... One, the quality is there. Mm. I told you, Yuka, we're number mm. one with the Yuka scoring. And on top of it, they are cheaper. Yeah. And so uh, with our new program, you'll be able to buy everything you need for a family. Mm. And you can get up to 10% mm. off debate, rebates uh, on those products. So that's going to be announced in two weeks. And then we even have a program for people that are underprivileged and that, that have... A, They're under the poverty level, so where we give them, you know, five percent on the whole store if they can prove they have a very low income. Oh, right. So how do people? How do people prove that? What with uh, a, what we call uh, it's a certificate that you show for the schools and right. for the uh, for the sports uh, classes and okay, all that. Nice. So it's very familiar in, uh, in France. Oh, so it's value yeah. services. So I mean, in France, when you go to uh, the canteen where you know yeah. for the school uh, fooding and all that. You show that certificate, okay. then you get a lower price. Oh, that's good. good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, interesting. And I was wondering, how does the how does the market respond? Because you also uh, yeah offer a lot of uh, shelf space for A brands, right? And if you're now pushing your own private labels, no, but but people will still want the Coca Cola and the Nutella mm. and that. So I mean, we can't do without them. Yeah. And and our you know our role is to feed, you know, uh, our client and make them happy and satisfied. So they want the big brands, but they want our brands. So it's a mix. You know, there's, they're, they're not just only uh, the national brands or international brands. They want the, both. Right. So that we, we have stores that can, uh, that offers other big brands and our, and then gives you access to better food also for lesser price with right. our private labels. Don't want to miss an episode of CMO Talk? Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or on cmotalk.global. I'm actually up for some dilemmas. I am too. Uh-huh. We're going to present you with a number of dilemmas, Anna Okay, Marie. go for it. Go and for we're it. just going to ask you to give you a gut feeling response and don't think too long and hard. Pick one or the other. Okay, okay you ready for this? Here we go. go. E-commerce or in-store? Both. <laughs> right. Personalization or mass marketing? Personalization. Oh, good. Not both. Great. Uh, creativity or AI? Creativity. And I have to say, if you look at Intermarché's uh, advertising, we won a lot of prizes. And on top of it, it's been very effective because we have very emotional ads. And we start with the consumer insights. Right. So we, we're not about price, price, price with the big logos, with the big prices. No, we, we go into people's life and we make them get involved and laugh and or cry. So we have very emotional ads. Oh, oh, so creativity. Maybe more about that so later. Definitely yeah. We have to creativity. say creativity yeah. here in Cannes as well, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Meta or Google? I would say Meta. Oh, it's changing, isn't it? People are saying that more these days. Purpose or performance? 
purpose. Because purpose will lead you to performance. Mm, mm. And very last one, the biggest, which you are in France, or the best? Best, because it's all about satisfying your clients. Yeah. I was wondering about your uh, the answer uh, you gave about Meta or Google. You mentioned Meta. Why is that? Because I think uh, we need to, uh, because it's, it's this whole new life in the uh, digital world. Web3, probably. And, and, the, and the, uh, the meta gives you the opportunity to, for example, if I, I take Intermarché, to, to rethink this experience in the store you can create in the digital. Because when you go onto the e-commerce, it's very flat, it's very dry, as we say in France. Uh, and so you can recreate this experience, and you could be walking down the aisle and, and, and bringing the experience. Yeah, right. and, and you could be clicking on a product and, and learning about the farmer who did this yogurt and this so on. So I think that can I virtually crush a avocado though <laughs> in my hand? Not <laughs> quite yet, but you'll be seeing how that avocado was uh, growing, and then okay. and, and, and who took care of that avocado ah. before bringing it to the store. Okay, okay, that's nice to hear. I was wondering, um, what's the secret of marketing success in 2023? Consumer, 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 client, client, clients. Mm. It's all about being very client-oriented, but at the same time being very creative because client is not doing the marketing. You need to understand their insight and then based mm. on their insight, think ahead. So it's a, it's a mix of understanding, understanding your... your um, your competitors and differentiate yourself because if you copycat everyone you're never gonna emerge so the key thing is kind of understanding knowing your competitors and differentiating can you yourself give, can you give us a sorry can, can you give us a recent example how that worked out at intermarché well uh for example about the advertising, everybody was about price, 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 price. So yes. Nobody would even see the difference between one store from the other one or from one brand from the other one. And the, the minute we started to talking about eating better and making uh, the better eating accessible to everyone via emotional ads, that changed. That was a game changer. Yeah. Was it hard for you to sell that internally, that new way of doing advertising? Well, uh, I came when it already started and I right. continued that very beautiful adventure. Mm. And, but to be honest, we are challenged today because people don't, you know, people are going back to rational. Yes. And you can't be just rational. It's mm. Because if everybody's at the same price, then what's the big difference? So you, you need to you touch need both, people. Probably. You need to touch people differently. So, yeah. Do you believe emotional level is really important yeah. uh, definitely you started a company didn't you a startup that it measures emotions exactly. using neurosciences yeah, is that something you bring into into marche as well well I, i'm convinced with a, a lot of the uh, uh advertising people is that you know we bombarded with a lot of ads and then what's going to touch you mm. what, what what's going to emerge is what touches you yeah. because it makes you laugh what makes you cry but if it's just rational stories then it who cares? You know, it just goes yeah. slip down you. You know, so you you really really need to touch in people's heart, and then yeah. they're gonna remember you. Why? Because emotions triggers a part of your brain that that uh, really 
keeps the memory. So, ah. so the emotional memory is, yeah. is emotion what, is, is definitely stays with us. Yeah, directly linked to memory. Ah, right. Is emotion the key differentiator of intermarché compared to uh, competitors? No, the, the the key difference is the fact that we have our own plants. No other retailer yeah. has their own ah. plants. So we have our own plants. So that's a huge difference. Right. Because so you control the whole chain, basically. We control basically. vertically the, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other key points is we obsess about this whole um, sense-making, which is, it's not just about eating, it's eating well for a better health. Right. So th this is a vision we have about the market that we want to carry on. And that's why we develop, you know, we improve our recipes, but we develop so people, we can help people to choose the products in their supermarkets. We did a Yucca-like uh, app, which you scan it. You say, I want just French food, you know, made in France, or mm -hmm. I just want... Right. Buy local. Oh, so you can uh, filter. You, filters. you can filter yes. if, you, you know, if you're allergic to a peanut. You can say, I'm allergic to peanut, and they're going to okay. flag... Red, red, red. You can't vegetarian, eat Vegetarian, vegan. Right, exactly. is, is that becoming a bigger thing in France? France has always been terrible. It's, it's growing, it's growing. vegetarian food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so our role is to educate people and help them choose the right food to eat better. Right. What's, you, your, what's your advice for future marketers listening to CMO Talk? Advice for younger For CMO? younger listeners, oh. the next CMOs in line. Well, I, I think it, you need to be passionate about this. Uh, it's a passion. You know, I, at, when I was 12 years old, I wanted to do advertising. Yeah. No, yeah, Was I it an ad that inspired you? or? I, I don't know. I, when I was 12 years old, I was fascinated about the ads. So wow. I told my parents I want to do advertising <laughs> and said, she's crazy because nobody yeah. did advertising in my family. Yeah. And, uh, and so it, you need to be passionate about the job. You need to, to love creativity. Because it's not a rational job. It is very rational in the KPIs and mm. tracing everything. But you need to, uh, some spontaneity and some creativity to, to break through. Mm. Yeah. So what I love about this job, it's all about business. It's all about psychology mm. and uh, creativity. Don't, mm. For me, it's the best job. Does the current crisis we're in with the supply chain problems and inflation, etc., cost of living... Uh, does that spur creativity or is it, does it kind of dull it now when it's all about pricing? Well, going back, everybody's going to be talking about inflation and mm. the price. So you, you're going to have to differentiate mm. your your speech mm. versus the competitors because everybody's going to say, oh, I'm cheaper or less, you know, less pricey at my place. So how you say that in a different way? Right. And so people prefer you. So no, more than ever, you're going to need creativity. Final question then. Sure, sure. Which accomplishment at Intermarché are you most proud of? Oh, God. Um, I think changing other recipes, you know, because I feel like I'm really helping the, the French clients to eat better. So it's, it's very satisfying thinking that you're really improving the product that people eat every day, yeah. whether it's the yogurts, whether it's the ham or the... You know, all the products that we sell with our private label have definitely improved. And then they are way cheaper. Ah. So this is very satisfying. Great. 
Thank you so much, Anne-Marie Gauthier. Uh, and you. thanks all for listening to CMO Talk. Hopefully you'll be tuning in next month with a brand new episode. And if you want to check out more interviews, go to cmotalk.global. Hope to see you there. Thanks for listening. Please visit cmotalk.global for more interviews. The CMO Talk podcast is developed and directed by Energize. Audio, mixing and mastering by voice booking. CMO Talk is sponsored by our valued partner, Adobe.